0: Hey there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another episode of t for c Do you want to be a teacher or are you interested in entrepreneurship? or maybe it's both, then this is the episode for you, because my next guest is a teacher who has built a hugely successful homeschooling and tutoring business by individualizing her teaching methods to meet the needs of her high-end clientele, who have included the likes of Kylie and Kendall Jenner and Dr. Dre's children. But before I introduce you to Tiffany Soria, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's the weekly newsletter we send out on Mondays, giving you an exclusive peek at the episodes and the professionals we're going to be featuring that week. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time4coffee.org and the sign up box here is right there on the homepage. Now, my Java lovers, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated beverage because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest today is Tiffany Soria, the founder of the Novel Education Group, whose tagline is Making Smart Stylish Again. Tiffany discovered her passion for teaching while she was still an undergrad in college by creating her own shortcuts to help herself in school and then sharing them out with her classmates. Once she graduated, Tiffany decided to pursue her love of teaching, which is rooted in open and flexible teaching methods that focus on her students' own passions and individualized learning styles, rather than on the monotony of traditional curriculum found in conventional school settings. Tiffany, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go? I am caffeinated and ready to go. Awesome. Let's jump into the espresso shots. These are our 10 questions to help our young listeners break into, in this case, the field of education. So what entry-level jobs are available to young people, Tiffany, who want to get into education?
1: Definitely tutoring. That would be the number one thing that I would suggest as an entry level to start with in terms of getting into education. It's really important to really know students on a personal level. I think that is one of the most important things about teaching. Absolutely. And that's probably something they can do while they're still in school. Absolutely. In fact, I prefer that a lot of teachers that we bring onto the team are fresh out of school because they understand the school world. They're on their toes in terms of academics. And if you're already in that mindset and you're surrounded by people who are also in that mindset, then it actually just makes you a better teacher.
0: Fantastic. So what is a useful skill or skills that you look for, Tiffany, in the young people that you hire?
1: Definitely multitasking and organization. I think those are the most important when you are trying to get several things done. As everyone knows who is a student, you are enrolled in not only one class at a time, but several. High school students these days do not have it easy. And being able to juggle five different topics on five different timelines with five different deadlines, that is a skill. And time management and organization are skills that we try and teach through curriculum. So those things, and also being proactive, taking control is also something that we really look for. Wonderful.
0: What about someone's major? Is it a deciding factor for you at Novel Education that the young people that you hire as teachers studied education?
1: For us... At Novel, just talking about the umbrella of the entire business, the short answer to that question is no. It is more so a love for education and a love for what you do in terms of your major. I would much rather see someone who is passionate about their major, whether it be art or biology or math or English Whatever it may be, it is more important to us that you have a passion for what you studied so that you are able to communicate that than it is
0: to have a degree in education. Wonderful. What about a graduate school degree? And you and I were chatting before we started and you were saying if you teach in a public school, you do need to have some kind of a master's degree. But is that the case if you're teaching in a private setting? In
1: California, you do not need to be a certified teacher. By that, I mean obtain a credential to be a teacher in a private institution. So the answer that, you do not need a graduate degree. However, it will not hurt you, of course, to have one.
0: What about life experiences? What, in your experience, Tiffany, do you think are the most useful ones for someone to have? For example... Is it important that they have traveled, that they've done volunteer work, that they speak other languages, things of that nature, rather than maybe a particular class that they would have taken?
1: Right. Definitely traveling, speaking another language. Those things are really important and very useful for someone in this field, mainly because being adaptive is highly important for what we do. Not only do we need to be sort of experts in our field and be able to teach things and communicate things, but we need to be able to adapt our teaching style to the student's lifestyle. So if that student's lifestyle is one that takes them all over the world, it's important that you also have the adaptability to be in other places of the world and use what's around you to help influence the curriculum and
0: supplement it as well. Absolutely. That is fascinating. And I know that You have some international clientele, so I'm sure that it would be useful if your teachers were able to speak the languages that your clients do.
1: Yes, and just in general, to have the knowledge of being able to speak another language, just really honestly on a chemical level in your brain, you make different connections in your brain when you're able to speak another language, even from if you learned it just sort of not by choice. And if you grew up in a household that speaks two different languages, it's much easier to learn a third language. It's much easier to teach another language because you understand how your brain dissects all of it. And just on a global scale, I think when students see their teacher able to speak different languages and have other life experiences outside from where they are, then there's suddenly
0: this whole other wealth of knowledge that's open to them. Definitely. Half of the battle, I think, of being a teacher is that your students respect you and that they are interested in what you're trying to teach them. What is the best part for you, Tiffany, of being in this line of work?
1: It's got to be the students. It is so cool watching a student grow and seeing what they do Honestly, after their time with you has ended, that's really a very cool part of my job is seeing someone blossom into a young adult. That's the best part, you know, and I've built, honestly, some of my closest friendships have been through my work. And that's amazing. I think that that's such a huge plus of what I do.
0: A hundred percent. And what about the flip side? Because as a new entrepreneur myself, and I'm on my fourth profession, I know that every career, every job has parts that suck. So what for you, Tiffany, is the part of your current job that sucks the most?
1: If we're getting a bit logistical here, if I'm being completely candid, I would have to say the paperwork. The paperwork (laughs) is the first part. It is the part that everyone hates it's the part that everyone has to do. That makes me feel a little bit better to know you're not the only one sort of drowning in tax paperwork. These are the things that I feel like a lot of people don't realize that they have to do. You're so busy being inspired by your ideas and the creative side of starting a business, which is obviously the fun part. That part's always really great. But then when it comes down to it, there's a whole other side of level of responsibility that you have to keep up with all of these things or else it will become a big old mess. And so It is the part
0: that sucks
1: the most, absolutely, but it is so necessary. So
0: Tiffany, what is the best career advice that you've ever gotten?
1: I think I would have to say you don't get big rewards without taking big risks, I think that's something that's kind of always stuck with me and sort of watching a lot of TED Talks of big heavy hitters in the entrepreneurship world like the Steve Jobs. And then also, I think even Warren Buffett did an interview recently about what has been the most important part for him in all of his successes. And for him, it was his life partner. So for him, it would be his wife. And then also the people he chooses to surround himself with. So that has always been really important to me as well. Choosing to surround myself with people who constantly challenge me and people that are better than me, because those are the people that you want to live up to. And when you surround yourself with people who are achieving things that you look up to, then you want to live up to that as well.
0: Absolutely. There was another young entrepreneur that I interviewed who said, and he was quoting somebody, I can't remember who, but that person had said that you are influenced by the five people. People who are closest in your orbit. Absolutely. So two final espresso shots. What movies or Netflix, Hulu, Amazon shows, or fiction books, Tiffany, accurately depict your profession?
1: So in terms of actual teaching, to be fair, there really isn't a lot. It would be great if there were more. But In terms of being dedicated to your practice, there's a couple of them. As silly as this may sound, Keeping Up With The Kardashians is something that was around me while I was at a large turning point in my career. So being exposed to that and understanding what that world was like while I was starting this business was very vital to me. I learned a lot about the world of entertainment and about the world of someone young in entertainment, what that life was like for them and what they had to deal with along with school. Also, I don't know if you guys have seen the show Chef's Table on Netflix. No, it's such a great show. I'm constantly learning. The show is a bit more recent. But that one is more about dedication to your craft. And how important it is to constantly be working on your product or service. And this is something I talk about in a lot of other interviews and podcasts that I do as well, because it's so important to me that you are constantly putting out a high quality product or service, whatever you're providing. And to watch the show and see these chefs just put everything into what they do. And that is why they have these successful restaurants. That also is pretty inspirational shows me what I could be doing with my business. A good product and a good business and an owner that really cares about what they're doing shows in everything they do.
0: Absolutely. I am sure that the amount of time and effort and energy that go into presenting high-caliber classes for your students, they probably have no idea just how much effort goes into it.
1: Yeah, it's true. And it's something that I like to be really open about. I don't ever like to make it out to be like successful businesses and successful people. Like it's just a walk in the park for anyone, even someone who has inherited a company. I think a lot of credit needs to be given to people that run successful businesses because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of dedication and it's quite a bit of sacrifice.
0: So what would our young listeners be surprised to learn, Tiffany, about your profession?
1: How much fun it is. School and learning and all of those things that come with it, it's fun. Those things can be fun. And when you have more control over what you're doing, then it's great. It's really fun. I have such a great time with my students, and I've built great relationships with them. And We've read books. And I think this is another thing too that might be like, oh my goodness. So amidst all of these crazy things that these students have to do, we still have to get things done, right? So you got to find a way to get things done. I think I have read out loud probably about eight novels. <laughs> <laughs> and so I actually read them to my students out loud while they were doing things because we had to get these things done. We had to get the reading done. So doing that is fun. If you are reading books, you don't pay attention to a book like you are when you're reading it out loud. I can tell you that much. That's been a whole new thing. Getting to revisit a lot of the high school literature that I probably didn't appreciate that much as a teenager. And then reading those books out loud it has been really fun. And developing those relationships with my students has been really fun.
0: Fantastic. Tiffany, Thank you so much for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. It sounds like such an incredible world and a wonderful opportunity for the young people who are students, at novel education, and I really wish you all the best. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee.